Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bolo here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Playing. That was not shade. That was a love letter. That was... Uh, yes. To Thank Naomi you. Carter, adorable, who adorable we sadly, lady. who sadly was a goodbye to. Well, yes, um, indeed. Gone too soon. Definitely. We're straight into the episode. I stalled down because it feels like we're straight into the episode. Is that where we are? Let's get straight into it, Tom. <laughs> Let's get straight into it. People here, they know exactly what we do. If you don't, where have you been? Well, I mean, where have you been, huh? bitch? <laughs> where have you been, you bitch? <laughs> Thank God you're here. <laughs> help, help. Grandma's been. Graped. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Not Grandma and the Graping. Not the Grape. Not, not the, the Grape. No, not the Grape or the Grain. Now, season five. Is season five? Yeah, season, season five. five yeah, yeah, yeah. Season five, episode five. Tom, I feel like I've got a good feeling, a good idea of the cast. I've, I've settled into them. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. week five. I have my thoughts. I have my thoughts on each queen. Oh, and okay. I think that quickly. Yeah. Um, tell me what you do <laughs> successfully. Successfully, <laughs> quickly, quickly. Now, quickly, we'll go for each queen mm-hmm. and just tell me what your thoughts are on them at the moment, mm-hmm. as of now, before we start the episode. Okay, okay. let's okay. start with Ginger. Ginger, veteran queen, very funny. I felt like she like stepped into the competition properly last week. Really showed us the kind of queen she is. She's arrived. That's a that's a tired old thing to say, isn't it? You finally arrived. I don't feel like she's finally arrived. I feel like last week was yet like yes, you're gaining momentum, Ginger. This is who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Would, um, what about you? Yeah, I felt like last week was the first time I saw Ginger in her zone. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I was lucky enough to finally see what she does uh-huh. professionally, professionally and successfully. <laughs> yes. Okay, next up we've got Tamara. Well, you go first with Tamara because I went first. You with know Ginger. what? I thought Tamara was going to come in and just be this like bouty, bouty, sassy, like fierce, you know, high heels, high kicks, death drop. She kind of is all that. But she's more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's more and she surprised me. She's funny. Her comedic timing is great. Her physicality with her performance, mm-hmm. especially when the comedy is involved, it's it's awesome. It's all part of the timing. She's surpri- she's really surprised me. She's a girl who um, actually quite naturally leans into the funny through silliness, I think. Mm. It's not artificial. It's not like, I'm a glamorous girl and I'm finding my funny in this competition. She's naturally just very funny. We're like Trinity the Tuck? No, maybe I was thinking a bit more, maybe like Crystal Versace. Like Crystal, beautiful, glamorous, poised. That was that was her forte, you know, and also a fierce performer. I always felt when she was doing her funny, it was a bit like she was exploring it and developing it in the show, whereas Tamara just already had it. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, Vicky. Vicky. I think Vicky is a consummate professional. I think she's really talented. I'm going to say that I don't really feel like I've met Vicky yet. That's not to be mean or critical. I feel like she's a perfectionist Mm. um, and I feel she's a striver and her guard is up. So I just feel like the the person behind Vicky I've not really seen yet. I I hope to meet that person um, as as the season unfolds. Everyone, welcome to the stage. Uh, Michelle Visage. Um, She's joined our podcast. (laughs) So I'm just full of cliches today, Um, aren't I? Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the competition. I feel like I've not met you yet. Who is Vicky? Who is Vicky Vivacious? No, but do you see what I mean? I know what you mean by she's just on. She's a, like, she's a striving perfectionist. Yeah. I totally get her. And I get- she's controlling her and yeah. editing herself. Um, I agree. Of, for example, it's not as bad as Cameron Michaels Mm-mm. and not as bad as other queens have done it, but. Are you saying that there is an element of her that is very self-produced and ve- a bit too aware? I, I think, but, you know, do I blame her? No. I think Queen's knowing what is possible in terms of reaction from some parts of the fan base, of course they have an awareness and a tendency to edit themselves. Would it be akin to maybe um, Chad McMichaels? No, no. I, th- I think Chad... <sighs> 
No, I, th- I thought we saw plenty of Chad. I think Chad wasn't afraid to look a little bit rough around the edges and to like show her maternal side and her, her warmth. I think we- Vicky seems like a lovely person. I've just not connected with that side of her yet. Mm, yeah, okay. Other people may feel very differently and they're welcome to do so. Yeah, but other people aren't professional and they don't work in this, the same space as you, Tom. Thank so- you so much, Naomi Carter, for the gift you've given us. <laughs> All right, next up we've got Dee Dee. You go first with this one. I think, you know what? Dee is a striver. Dee mm. is a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's, re- it's really hard because in the same way as Vicky, I feel like she is putting it on as I, well. But she's yeah. not putting it, like, she's not guarding herself. But I feel like she's not as much as Laganja. Mm-hmm. But there's an element of performative behavior that I feel, that I see sometimes mm-hmm. from her. The moments that I haven't, um, funnily enough, has been in her performance when she really, really shook her for me. Mm-hmm. The last week. Yeah, yeah. Last week was the first time that I was like, oh, Dee Dee actually really surprised me in, in a really good way. She did great last week. Absolutely. Last week she smashed this. She was funny. She was mm. great. But then there have been moments outside where I just feel that she's been. Who's that, um, by the way? Who's that? Sorry, I've just changed my grind to sound to make it to make <laughs> you it um, switch that off. That is to make it sound um, a bit more, a bit more, um, so let's a bit just... more discreet. Um, with Didi, I think um, I can see a real sweetness in her, and I, I completely get this. I see her vulnerability in her tendency to strive, and like again for another kind of like lazy plot line, I do feel like she does exist a little in Crystal's shadow. Um, it's it, you know it's hard being the sister of a winner, um, and I think there's a big weight of expectation there. I, I think that's what is partially feeding into like her drive and her determination. Another another part of it maybe just youth, maybe Definitely. you know because we're just so you know grizzled old, haggard. Like maybe this is just what a young person acts like, and we maybe, don't understand. Maybe I've so, never, I never was young. Yeah, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> so maybe it's just a generational thing. Mm. I don't know. I love her level of polish, though, for her age. Really, really beautiful. Well, you know what? She is absolutely polished, and I just don't understand that breastplate. I think it's just a little big for a frame. She's she's petite, and it's a, a big old breastplate. I feel like it's choking her. Like I feel like it's in health and it's health and safety. <laughs> Choke like, me, daddy. I feel, yeah. She said to the breastplate. <laughs> it's like I think she bought this for kink reasons. I don't. I don't think it was meant to be it's like autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> yeah, on the runway. Exactly. I'm like I, I don't know. Like, can they please have um, the medics on standby uh-huh, when she uh-huh. walks it? Which I mean, it looks heavy. It's choking her. I mean, God. <laughs> okay. That, that hair and that mug, they're beautiful. Fix that hair. <laughs> Fix that mug. Okay. She doesn't need to because she's, she's Okay, Banksy. Banksy. I I like Banksy a lot. Um Banksy, I see like a I've said this before with Banksy. She's got a real down to earth, warm charm about her. Um she is very funny. I love her dry wit and I'm calling it. She's the fashion queen of the season so far. Absolutely. If I had to pick one, we've actually seen some fab runways from a selection of queens, but Banksy, just her taste and her references, um, just fabulous. If I had to put a queen up there with her, it would be Caramel. Cara's Cara's got some gorgeous, gorgeous creations. But, Um, you know, Michael, DD, Vicky, they've had some really, really beautiful runways, to name but a few. Yeah, Banksy's coming off quite nice to me. She's lovely. Um, She's a lovely girl. She had moments of, you know, like of real comedic. Uh, she had real comedic moments last week. Yeah, it just didn't flow with everything else, and it was she, just like it was like here and there, to the point where you become uncomfortable because you know that she's funny, you know she can tell a joke, but then you don't know if she'll deliver it, she, and there's the uncertainty. Only in last week, but mm. I think overall she's come across quite very, very genuine, but also as we can see, very. Um, passionate and um, I, I, I think she managed sensitive. I mean, obviously, the pref- you know, emotions running high, Cara Vicky and Banksy. She, yeah, she, she flew off the handle a bit, but she calmed herself down and she apologized. I thought, you know, she's entitled to her emotions in this situation and she, she uh, uh, took the high road and apologized and was mature about it. Mm. I think also we'll also be eternally grateful to Banksy for introducing us to Monopoly Phonic. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> the the brunch we big... went to is where we first discovered Monopoly Phonic. Not just Monopoly Phonic, um, Sh- Sharon Legrand. Sharon Legrand. And Dakota um, Shepard was there. Um, Banksy. Banksy is some sort of... Banksy has introduced us to some of our favourite UK drag queens. Oh, my God. And now Banksy. And she showed us how to yesify. Please. I live my (laughs) life yesifying. Okay. I I know the lyrics. I'm going to go to a Monopoly Phonic concert show. And we need to check out her gigs. And I'm going to do the Coco Montrese when that rap comes in. If Mm -hmm. you come with me, I can help you be so free. Let me show you how to yesify. I can get you in. Like your Monopoly Phonic herself. I'm going to be doing the Coco Montrese, pointing to my lips and making sure that she sees that I know every single word of her song. (laughs) I'm going to do that. And I want her to see that I know her song. Yeah. Um, Yes. And you will. I will. I shall. Then she'll know who her number one fan is. Caramella. Uh, you go because I went with Banksy. Caramel, like I, I still, you know, am forgiving you for not turning up to that brunch that we went to <laughs> on Manchester Pride, where the only reason we went to that brunch was because you know you were headlining it and then you never came. But we but discovered Goody Magnum. If it instead. wasn't, if, if Goody was not there, is it Goody Magnum? If Goody Magnum wasn't there, mm-hmm. then I, I, I would be upset. But I'm not upset because Goody was amazing. Yeah, now yeah. Caramel is is great. I. I feel like she's getting kind of the black pepper, the black pepper edit in the sense that black pepper last last season came in so strong and started mm. off amazingly high. And then week by week, it just became, I hope she doesn't do this, but she kind of started to like flatline-ish, but was safe enough, mm. but didn't have that same power as the beginning. I think it remains to be seen. Uh, whether she fulfills the prophecy of the kind of gorgeous queen with amazing looks who can turn a lip sync. That's the archetype. Um, Yeah, whether she fulfills that prophecy that has previously been fulfilled by Black Pepper. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think she's she's come in with a a huge reputation. There's, You know, that carries a certain weight. And I do wonder if the pressure must be a lot for her. She kills she kills the runway. She's a fantastic performer. She's had a bit of a roller coaster so far. I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens next for her. She's given us great TV. I'm wondering if she'll get the Hollywood from Drag Race down under Hollywood edit. star. Hollywood star in the sense that she's gonna be amazing. She is amazing, mm-hmm. but they're not gonna allow her into the finale because she's an American. Of a different nationality. Yeah. Th- I wonder if that's gonna come well, into we, play. If we think of other UK seasons, Crystal. They booted her. Mm-hmm. She was Canadian. Treat the May. Mm-hmm. She was Spanish. They booted her. Was there anybody of a different nationality in UK too? Not that I can remember. Mm. Then UK four. Did they have anybody from overseas? No, but they got rid of Alexis St. Pete early in this one. Well, what does Drag Race UK have against people from abroad? I just wonder if they want in the finale residents. Th- th- there is something about that, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is something about it. Like, like, I mean, let's be honest. They're not going to let an American win UK season five, mm, are they? What do we'll you think? We'll see. Remains to be seen. Okay. She's still a strong contender in my eyes. Tom, I want to talk to you about your favourite person, Kate Butch. Yay! Kate Butch. Kate Butch. Kate Bush. What can I say about Kate Butch? Um, I just think she's fantastic. Um, she's got such an amazing sense of humor. She had me cackling every episode. Um, she she definitely has that underdog edit in the sense that she's not won a badge yet. Um, she may not have quite the same level of polish as some of the more experienced queens. On it's the not cast. may not. She doesn't have the same amount Don't of polish. Don't you put words in my mouth. <laughs> Don't you put words in my mouth. She doesn't. Um, but that's not her thing. But she more than makes up for it in charisma, humor, and just tal- <laughs> talent and uniqueness. Um, just everything. Like, And I mean, you can, you can learn to finesse your makeup. You can go on to get a bigger budget for your costumes. Like the, the talent she has. Oh no, money can't buy, and you cannot learn it. I mean, Jinx Monsoon is the perfect example. Busted mug. They had to get detox to do her makeup, which no, she no, refused. They, she did refuse. She refused, but they um they did that. Uh, she, she she struggled a lot with the fashion mm-hmm. and the the makeup part of it. But she is, in my opinion, 
probably one of the most, if not one of the most, at least top five successful drag queens RuPaul's Jinxie. Yeah. Absolutely. There has come out of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Yep. Entering the mainstream, being an actual Broadway. Now her makeup's, you know, it's palatable now. Her fashion is great. Good. (laughs) No, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Kate Kate is funny. Kate is hilarious. She's beyond funny. She's she's very, very naturally hilarious. Yeah. I mean, we get to see that because we see her in the workroom, how Mm -hmm. she engages with people. We get to see her in the confessionals in which she's hilarious. Just can't wait to see her in Snatch Game. Mm. That's how I feel. I just want want to end the challenge that she can have a badge. And the last queen is Michael Maruli. You go. You go. Just the absolute consummate professional. Professional, not just the, you know, not. it's not that she's been there, done that. She's good. She's been there, she's done that, and she's bloody good. Yeah, yeah. She's funny. She is such a natural. There is nothing forced about her. She is a drag queen through and through. She has all of the elements of, for me... The old school drag queens who I have feared but I've admired, who feared. are so fast, who are so by. witty, yeah. who are just funny, hilarious, who can entertain, who can host, who can make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like if they were hosting, I'd be happy, I'd be fine, and I'm in good hands. Safe hands. She, she's just good. She's the best all-rounder of this cast, I would say. There's nothing so far that has tripped her up or that she's done less than very well. You know, she performed beautifully in that first pseudo ball. I still don't, I still don't like, I hope that's not the ball of the season. Okay. Um, She was fantastic in the girl groups. She was fabulous in last week's more comedic personality based challenge. Um, There's just, there's just nothing she can't do. Her runways are great. Um, I also think the thing with, with Michael as well is I, I, I do think we've seen Michael. I do think this is her. We've met her. Mm. This is her personality. Warm, funny, um, just, you know, shady. Real. Real. All of it. She's fab. It's, it's the same way. I feel like she's talking to me. There's just, you know, <laughs> she's, she's talking to you. me in, in the confessionals. She's addressing you through the screen. Like- so... It's, it's, it's a genuine realness. And I think yeah. when you put that comparison to other queens, you mm-hmm. can really see who's holding back and who's self-producing. Yeah. Um, so I can understand totally. that. I'd, yeah. I'd compare her to a, a, a Chad Michaels type. Okay. Or the Viv, you know, okay. just that kind of polished glamour, but can do it all. Everyone has a badge now, except for Kate and um, Dee Yeah. Just those two. Yeah, because the three were given out last week. Conveniently, not to anybody who already had a badge. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. It feels like, um, you know, nobody's got two wins yet. Nobody's a clear, like, super front runner. Um, But I I would like to... Like, I feel like Kate is like, do you want at some point? She's got to smash a comedy challenge at some point. Well, there are some coming up. Snatch game particularly. But let's have a see. Now, the girls have come back, and we've just seen that Caramel, who lip-synced for the third time, however, it was only her first time lip-syncing for her life. Yes. Now, look, let's get straight into it. They come back, she's feeling her feelings, mm. and she's like, why me? Which is very rhetorical, you know? You're not asking them. You're not going <laughs> one by inviting. one. This is not an investigation. <laughs> no, this is not. She's just like, oh, you know, oh, why me? And come through, Ginger Johnson. Ginger <laughs> She's like, oh, I've got a badge. I can speak now. <laughs> I'm allowed to give advice. This Unsolicited, <laughs> does it matter? I can speak because look, I have a badge. This badge grants me magic sanctuary. <laughs> yes. And you shall listen. Yes. You shall. Yes. And she's literally telling her, oh, your shit, your your comedy shit, <laughs> your, your skit was shit. shit. <laughs> the way that you're vibing with the girls was shit. Your shit. <laughs> your shit. Cara, and that's okay. Cara and everybody's chuckling away. Um, she she deals with it with a cool maturity. I feel like we're hearing a lot of kind of self-talk from Cara at the beginning of this episode. There's a lot of kind of like, like it, it was it was a misstep. Like, I'm fine. I'm going to kill the next challenge, which is, you know, she's in a competition. It's, it's healthy. She needs to kind of keep her spirits up and not feel defeated. Absolutely. Yeah. I hear you. Thank you. Now, she came in episode one 
bouty, confident, warrior oozing queen. the confidence, warrior queen. Yeah. I'm going to kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. And now, you know, a few weeks have gone by and I'm starting to see some of that confidence wall come down. And it's not just me because then we're hearing... Um, Tamara Thomas saying that, you know, Kara thought she was going to come in here. Her shit don't stink. She thought she was never going to lip sync. And now she's the- And I'm almost like, Tamara, like, are you rooting for your girl? I, I feel that as well. Tamara, are you rooting for your girl? Or are you, are you like secretly happy that you, in your opinion, is she being humbled? Is this what you've always wanted to say, but you never could? And now you're slow, you know, you're finally like, ha 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 ha. The, um, the- yes, I'm so happy that this is happening. The dynamic's interesting, isn't it? I think... You know, they do love each other, but there's an element of competition. And Kara is like the, she's the legend of the two of them. She's so well known in the UK. She's the big sister. And <sighs> this is not a Laganja and Adore Delano thingy, is it? it? Not quite the same dynamic, I don't think, because they were more on equal footing, if that makes sense. They were like, nobody was the big sister. No, Laganja was the big name outside of okay, Drag Race. Okay. No, she was. She, um, Adore was always in her shadow. And, but Adore and, and had been then, on American Idol. Yeah, yeah, but like in drag, in the drag world, Laganja was the one who got all of the praise and who had the bigger name. That's why when they went into season six, mm. that's why Laganja was finding it harder. And she says, she goes, I'm used to being the star. I'm not used to Adore getting all this attention. And that kind of made her really act out. And she didn't like what you did. I don't know. I don't remember what you did, but you did something and I didn't like it. And it made me feel bad. I oh, can't remember what that, it is girl. that you did. Don't do that. That's real transparent to me. Gone. <laughs> so, yeah. So I wonder if, you know, because Caramel is the name. Caramel but, is the name. Yeah. But and, coming in here, it seems like Tamara's doing so well. I wonder how this is going to affect their relationship. The thing is, like, I want to recognize that the carrot has actually done very well in this Absolutely. competition. And, you know, when you look at kind of the, the points, if you like, that she's accumulated, she's been in the top and won. She's just had, she'd had a couple of ropey episodes as well. I want, I want Kara to like hang on to that and not kind of feel defeated and just sort of, oh God, I sound like RuPaul, don't, don't I? Like, recognize your star power. Don't forget who you are. Thank I'm you. I'm full of platitudes today. What's We've wrong had with Michelle when now RuPaul has just taken over. I'll be I'll be Alan Carr next. Tom, the library's open, and I want you to tell oh. me who, in your opinion, won and what reads got you. Well, going into this, I'm gonna say um and see if you agree with me. I had expectations from kind of Ginger, Banksy um kate and michael at the very least i went into this thinking this is going to be a good reading challenge and to be honest i wasn't disappointed i thought it was a really good reading challenge i thought the girls did really well most of them got a couple of laughs um and my singular favorite if i had to choose one was mm, i liked a lot of them but i'll say banksy i just love her sense of humor. no kate oh no i don't know banksy kate i would have chosen <laughs> banksy for the win mm. And it was just how clever her read for Dee Dee. Yeah. She goes, Dee Dee, Dee disgusting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and Dee deplorable. <laughs> and hopefully soon, Dee deported. Yeah. I thought that was just, I was, okay, Come amazing. on, vocabulary. And then she came for Vicky, who's like a Cornish pasty. She was like, you know, she's just like a Cornish pasty, <laughs> filled with different meats, flaky face and a soggy bottom. <laughs> I was, I, I really enjoyed Banksy's reads. Very good. Um, Didi went down the Mother Goose route. Come on, Mother Goose. Come on, Mother Come Goose. Come on, Mother Goose. It was nearly as good as, um, and I rewatched this recently and I showed it to you and it's so iconically bad. Oh, um, you know what I'm going to talk about, and oh I just have God. to get it out there. Jada Shader Hudson and Miss Mosu in Canada Season 3, <laughs> their little comedy skit. She was colder. No, what is it? It's, uh, it's colder than Brad's shoulder. When Rachel Zoe walks in the room. <laughs> Her face like ice. Her wigs. One word. Lice. <laughs> it was... It was... Terrible! It was so so good, so, so good. Yet it was bad. so bad, it was so cringe. It was but awkward. We love a mother goose moment. Um, Vicky just wants to sleep with everyone. 
I'm like, Vicky, I'm just like, girl, you just had a whole thing. I found love online. <laughs> but she said I it. found love. It's a community, not a community project, <laughs> baby. A project, baby. And then she was like, she wasn't reading. She was literally telling, you know, I felt like, you know, those are the messages that you send on Grinder. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she was just saying it in a reading challenge. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think. Can you please be honest? Did you ever send a message on Grinder that was, you have a big nose? I'd like to sit on it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying after a few drinks, Tom. I think you need to, you know, <laughs> reopen it and check that log. See what you that, said to people. Oh, God. And then, Banksy, I don't know if I should fuck you or feed you. I'm like, this is a reading challenge. What is What's, going on? What are you? <laughs> Vicky, what? darling, what you're is going in, on here? You're engaged, babes. But she's an open relationship and it's not a community project. <laughs> <laughs> but is it a community project, Tom? Um, it's a community yeah. project. Is it a community project? Um, it's a community project. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've. I mean, let's say we. Thomas, uh, who I hit the most ironic read. She's like Michael, one word, dentist, and it's like Thomas. Like Thomas looks like a drunk person wandering the streets in the terms of I can't see her top teeth. <laughs> I think I th- exactly what Michael said after that. I th- I think it's the lip filler. I think it's the lip filler just obscuring them a bit. It's um it's endearing. It's endearing. It's, it's like Michael was very quick to point it out though. A bit in the confessional. Can't even see your teeth. It's yeah. Bless her. Hmm. Bless her. Um Kate was fab. Um loved those jokes. Uh the, you know, the Shakespeare one. She's she's really good at like finding a joke and building on it. You know, because it's funny enough to say kind of the, like about Ginger being around in Shakespeare's time. But then um, the joke about her outfit last week was just fab. Much ado about a mentally ill dinner lady in space just didn't have that same ring. <laughs> my two, I just love the idea of a dinner lady in space. My two favorite Something reads from Kate are the ones that are just one is just dark. The other one is just like, oh, my gosh, you went there when she's like caramels like Robin Williams. Neither of them telling jokes at the moment. That I was, was like, <gasps> that was that. That was that was a gasp. That was a gasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, oh, Kate. I, you know, we've always said, oh, Kate, we approve. <laughs> like we've always said, you know, drag is not a politically correct art form. We we watch a highly kind of mainstreamed version of it on Drag Race, and so I would love to go to a um, some sort of roast involving Kate Butch. That's a little hint How about of where her, she could go. Her Miss Naomi Carter. <laughs> no, I'm really asking. Does anyone miss Does anyone Naomi miss? Carter? <laughs> I was just like, wow. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, we can't skip caramel, Tom. We can't skip caramel. Okay. I I'm worried that last week, you know, was a kind of comedy challenge, and I'm like, maybe it was a one off. And then the library, you know, where you get to choose your own jokes and like, you know, show you're funny and you're shady. Now I'm like, I'm worried for a snatch game for caramel from from the reading challenge from last week's episode. What people what are can, your thoughts? People can surprise you. I seem to recall Aquarius sucking at the reading challenge, then winning snatch game. Okay. If you can find your character and, and channel your, your personality and go for it. Congratulations, Kate won. Do you she agree? Did, yeah, she, she was fab. She was really awesome. But it was a great reading challenge. thought they all did really well. Well, you know, there was a lot of really good reads in there. <laughs> Let's not over yeah, I, thought, the I thought that was a read, Tom. <laughs> I thought that was a read. There were a lot of great reads. And um, Anyway, we find out that this week is a pantomime rusical. Yes. It's called Pantoshi Better Don't the yes. Rusical. And Kate gets to choose her own role because she is a winner. Can maybe. I just say one moment? Because obviously pantos aren't, they feel like a very British thing. Okay. We do have listeners in other parts of the globe. Um, so pantos, if people aren't familiar, are um, a usually like a seasonal, they're very popular at Christmas time form of entertainment, but they do happen around the year. Um, they're a form of, of play that's very comedic, very child-friendly, but it's usually something that adults will take their children to. And even though it's child-friendly, there'll be the odd layer of innuendo there that only the adults will get. But, you know, it's kind of very, very much child-friendly. And they're often based on fairy tales. And there's a lot of gender bending in the roles. And this is a long-standing British tradition. So you'll often have the Panto Dame, who is basically a drag queen. Um, and the the 
lead ma- masculine roles are often played by women as well, mm-hmm. like in Dick Whittington or something like that. Um, and other th- like popular features are like um, a panto horse or that sort of thing, where it's like two people in a costume that's arranged like a horse kind of thing. Um, and they, they, you know, there's tropes like uh, when there's the villains on stage and they're creeping behind the hero, and the, the audience participation is a big thing. Is when they go, he's behind you, that kind of thing. That's a panto. That's a rundown. Nice. You're welcome. Theatre has been a a platform and a stage for a lot of gender bending. Mm-hmm. Um, through that, you know, that goes past pantomimes. Mm-hmm. That goes into even your history <laughs> here, where only men played all of the roles Shakespeare exactly so mm-hmm. you know they had the woman I'm sorry yeah. they had men play woman roles and I wonder if that's I mean Shakespeare came up with the drag we were a drag didn't he that's what they say mm. uh, yes yes so I, as a girl I think that do you think there has been an acceptance of drag in theatre because of the long-standing history of the gender bending dating back to when only men could play the role so it's not as ugh well, I'd speculate actually. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not well versed on this. I'm not. I'm not an expert on the history. But you know, when you go back to Shakespeare's time, or I think in in Greek times as well, um, and you know, in like Japanese no theatre and kabuki and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it, there is a long-standing tradition of it, which I think is fab because obviously there's this this precedent for um, people playing with gender on the stage. However question mark is there a little bit of a chauvinistic root in it in some respect some of those were societies where women were just not permitted to be on the stage mm. you know there wasn't the equal and opposite a women can play men as well mm-hmm. so don't know there's a lot to really think about there, Tom, to unpack it's, it's, there. It's quite... i don't think we're going to manage it all in this episode unfortunately before we get into the musicals let's go very quickly into the past musicals for the uk we mm-hmm. had season two the head read to the musical we did and i think that's when we saw queens like veronica veronica green she was fab. she was the winner yes yeah we had tia tia was great she had tia. a solo Tia was great as well, you know, flashbacks, you yeah. know, my town has fallen <laughs> off. Fifth drop. Uh, <laughs> and Veronica was the red bad fever. She was really good in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, she was Don't great. cry for me. Yeah, I remember her putting up her hands like Evita. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was good for them. Even Ginny Lemon was great. Ginny she was, was fab. Ginny was she had like a little, very, uh, she had little slip up, didn't she? she which did. was great. Um, they had a lot of great performances in that, actually. Athena Mandela, was she in this one? Uh, she was in that, was she? Oh, no, it was she, was she in that? Yes, yeah, she was. She was the lead. The lead. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they put, who was in the bottom? It was Cherry Valentine, uh, God rest her soul. Yeah. And, um, and Taste in the bottom of that episode. And then we had the memory. Yeah, there, great like, lip sync. It's just every frame is a photo opportunity oh, for taste really looking was. so gorgeous yeah bloody yeah. hell mm-hmm. good musical good rusical. they made season four last season which was the, the thing about Rhett's the musical is that it was in inverted commas live it was wasn't it because we heard Ginny's little gaff yeah. which made it all the funnier i love yeah it. i think but i think it was i wonder if it was for all of it because i can promise i can put my life on the fact that the group numbers were pre-recorded and so sure some of it was pre-recorded i don't know how much of it was live what, for rats yeah do you remember also ripper ripper, 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 ripper exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was so uh season four we had larry poppins yes and danny beard all, all i remember from larry poppins is danny beard completely dominating and owning she killed it that stage mm-hmm. like when she's on stage you need to work so hard yeah. to be seen and heard and appreciated mm-hmm. because danny knows how to steal focus yeah danny yeah. knows how to perform she has such stage presence I seem to recall us having um, quite a hard time deciding who should really be in the bottom that episode. I seem yeah. to recall everybody being pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it did end up being... Was it Dakota and Baby? Yeah, we had that, that six lip sync. No, 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 no way. There's no amazing lip sync. Yep. They were both so good. It was... That was actually a really good musical, I would say. It was. It was very good. Very good. Very good. 
And I don't want to bring it up, but because it was UK, we'll talk about UK versus the world. We kind of can see it as almost like a UK All-Stars extension of UK. Sometimes it's fun to think about it in that way. With a head like old childhood stars coming back for like some sort of... It was West End Wendy's, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I remember from that is Pangina, her Annie, Mm -hmm. was absolutely technical professional it was she was amazing she was really really she was one of the best actings performances i have seen on the show pangina was amazing do you know who looms large in my memory is the other one in the top two that week who was janie jackay who just the meryl streep mannerisms and the acting was just fantastic i thought she moved beautifully she's a double Rusical winner, remember, because she won the Rusical in Holland, season one. Did she win that one too? Yeah. Over she did. Pangina? No, she was top two. It was a top two system uh, in the UK versus the world, that's not right, top that's one. That's right. Yeah. But do you remember in, in Holland, she also won that Rusical? Yes, yes. Was it the, the one about um, Queen Maxima? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maxima, Maxima, Maxima. Yes, <laughs> that yes, was yes, it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I also remember Mo doing her. She was like the Frank and Freddy character. And she, she did was. that cartwheel, that bad cartwheel into the jazz splits. It no, was. We love you, but stop, stop doing cartwheels. <laughs> you are not gymnastics, Mama. There are so many amazing things that you can do, Mohart, but cartwheels aren't one of them. Oh, we've gosh. seen it time and again. So uh, those are the three UK musicals that we have mm-hmm. to draw reference from. Mm. Now, this musical is a pantomime and we have seen the rehearsals. And I do want to say, if I was to go through all of the queens, I would say that Banksy shooketh me. That voice, I didn't think she had that. She, um, it was really good. Her voice was oh, great. Mm. Um, great sound. Um, and also the character coming through the yeah. sound, not just trying to sound good, but also having the character in there, I thought was great. I thought choosing the villain was such a smart choice for her because the Panto villain is just the most fun. Mm. You know, you can really camp it up. I've I've never seen the Panto. You've never taken me to one. Um, you don't really take me anywhere, to be honest. Ah. Uh, <laughs> So, sorry. Your house, you're shut in, you're housebound. Yeah, I digress. <laughs> uh, DD was giving me like, ooh. Uh, the I believe you when you say you've never been to a pantomime. That's it. And, and you know, uh, Michael summed it up. She's giving pussycat dolls. But that's so please. strange because I'm pretty sure her entrance, she says she was a performer. But she was giving like drag queen death drop for you, for your life for your nerves mama house down boots wasn't she not like a fun camp panto dame i'm i'm pretty pretty sure she said that she's a performer she's silly with comedy elements i'm, I'm looking back at my old notes she said that she's a performer she's silly and she has comedy elements all of this is exactly what you need in a pantomime. So I'm going to have to hold her to it. Let, let's see if they guided her back in the right direction. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so. yeah. Like, you know, what they do inside the planes. Please just, you know, just throw yourself here to the to the key. That's the key. There it is right over there. Keep yeah, keep going. You'll, you'll feel it out. Feel it out. Yeah. So that's what I thought about Dee Dee. Banksy was great. Tamara and Caramel with the, with the choreography, I thought was, they, they were good mm. together. They were very good They're together. They're the kind of Lisa and H from Steps characters. Are they? they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Michael and Vicky, who were, who I think are the, the two good singers. Um, what we did here was them struggling to find the harmony. <laughs> Um, in the words of Kate Butch, they were putting the harm that in was harmony. Because one of them was bending those notes, girl. Yeah, oh, she's bending, bending notes. them notes. <laughs> she's bending them notes, girl. Ginger was um, sounding great. Mm-hmm. One good. thing that I would say is more diaphragms that her moo had more power oh, in the sound. Okay. That's what I would have. I'm pretty sure they told her. I'm pretty sure one of them I wish, would, I wish would have said that. I wish she there to give her that Should have been there. Should have been there. Yeah. Um, so as good as Banksy is with her singing her dancing seemed 
to um, kind of scare us. Hopefully, this is a, a, a misdirect. Hopefully, this is a misdirect and and um, it, it all comes out great. Could you remember in the girl group challenge, even though she did silly things like a pratfall and stuff, you noted that she could pull out a little spin and things? Yeah. So, you know, let's so see. Maybe she'll come through with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. this is what we're getting for the Rusical. Anything else that you saw? I just thought the, um, and it's something I've said many times before, Ginger's reflections on current attitudes towards things like Drag Queen Story Hour, like reflects a lot of my thoughts as well. It, I think kind of one thing about the UK, because children grew up going to pantomimes, we've seen drag queens on Saturday night TV, you know, family Saturday night TV, Lily Savage, um, Danny LaRue, all the rest of them. And also in children's TV, people like Mr. Tumble, we just... We've all in British um, comedy and mainstream TV, we've always had drag in some way, shape, or form. Um, and so I don't get all the excitement about a drag queen presenting child friendly entertainment. You, you know, <laughs> like there's a difference between a drag queen giving a lovely, kind of like colorful, effervescent story time. Uh, you know, we're not talking about a drag nightclub act. That's not what we're exposing children to. There's a big difference. And, and um, I think Ginger is very right to point out that it's a trope as old as time and the, the things are not to be conflated. Look, we've just seen the rusical, the pantomime rusical. Um, we'll discuss it, but first of all, I want to say what a well done job. I fully agree. Bloody, really, really good. Good bloody, job, girls. Absolutely. I think so far for the UK, probably mm-hmm. one of the best. It's it, the best one in terms mm-hmm. of everyone was mm-hmm. actually very good. I loved, maybe it was the nature of pantomime, but the engagement and the back and forth yeah. actually, you know, helped give it life, gave it a different vibe. And it was great. I, I do so think this good. is the best Risical so far for the UK. When you think about it, it's such an obvious idea as well. Surprised they didn't do it earlier, but it's really, really good. Really good. For me, I want to tell you who my standouts were. Okay. My standouts uh-huh. were Kate. Right. Michael. Right. Ginger. If I had to choose the top three. Kate, Michael, Ginger. Should we talk about those girls then? Let's yes. start there. Kate, first of all, amazing job. Well done. You opened it, which is mm-hmm. always going to be hard. You know, you're breaking the seal. You're yeah. introducing oh. the show. And I think she did a great job. Oh, the confidence. The, the I mean, it was great. So good. She's funny. She had you. She had us with her from the second she opened her mouth. She's funny. She's yeah. crude. She's, she's just... I just felt safe. She got those little panto innuendos in there all throughout. Um, I completely agree with you. Like, she really embodied that kind of, you know, silly, fun narrator. But again, like, felt like we were in a safe pair of hands. She guided us throughout the whole thing. She was on stage the whole time. If she wasn't acting, she was reacting. Yeah. She was really, good. Really good. She was, it was really good. And then adding into this, the next person to come on for me as, as the main was Michael. Mm-hmm. And Michael was just such a pleasant add-on. Yes. You know, she, she came in, she joined the energy, she added to it, and she made the energy on stage better. Fantastic. And her her overacting, the overreacting. Yes, yeah. But that's so panto. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, she well, I know music theatre. I don't know pantomime, mm. but in, in terms of like over-exaggerations and music theatre being corny, I think she nailed it. And she acted with her whole body as yeah. well. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, Michael was, I fully agree, she was a standout. Michael so was good. great. And even in um, her duet was lovely with Vicky. Mm-hmm. The harmonizing part that they did, they nailed, but they made it sound like the whole song was going to be more harmonizing. <laughs> there was like maybe one line of harmony and it wasn't even a hard harmony. I'm, so I was like, why did they make that a thing in the rehearsals? Yeah, Michelle was like, um, you need to work on this nail it because it makes or breaks the whole show, frankly. <laughs> If you don't get it right, it's not Ebba. It's not like Ebba's super trooper. We need to put this whole thing in the bin if you don't get it right. <laughs> yeah, the no success pressure. of this panto really depends on that <laughs> on on that harmony. <laughs> Thank you. I think she was great. Oh, if beginnings in, always on, adding adding to it, so just good. standing out in every scene that she's in. Her and Kate just standing out, really being such a glue. 
on stage yeah. and that constant reminder that this is a, actually a, quite a professional show and we were in safe <laughs> How many hands. of those are we going to get? We were in safe hands because when both of them were on stage, I forgot that it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. I've, it, they made it feel like a show. They really did. Yeah. I completely agree. This they felt like it- a professional show with everybody really doing their part. Mm. You mentioned Ginger as your other fave. Yeah. Ginger was Ginger knows comedy. Ginger knows theater. The way she came in and vibed with us, um, her song was good. Her it, the, the the comedy in there, you like she yeah. really lent into it. She played into it. She made it work. Yeah, she really did. Even in the song, mm-hmm. I mean, she was. She was great. She had one of those fantastic spotlight moments, didn't she? And that she came in very late. And that that was kind of like the extent of her solo bit, really, wasn't it? But it was fab. She did so, so well. And like I say, the you know, the, the, the kind of moo inflection could have been done really badly and done in a really unfunny way. But she just nailed it. She was fab. And just absolutely turning it. She really was. She's turning it. She came and she owned that stage. So many people on there. Kate's up there. We got Michael there. Vicky's also great. Everyone's on stage. But when she came out, I just only saw her. Yep, definitely. She owned that stage. She owned that moment. She took control of everything. And then she went and she made her mark. She was brilliant. I I think I'm in full agreement with you that that's like the top three um, but I want to make it clear, and I'm here to make it clear, like Roxy Andrews, it's a top three and everybody else still did a fab job. And yeah. have a really hard time picking bottoms this week. Mm. Um, I think it might come down to the runway. It, for me, it comes down to the vibe. Who got the vibe of the panther? I do want to say that one thing I did notice is that when Dee Dee entered, yeah. I felt like you're watching like Blue's Clues or you're watching High Five or you're watching The Wiggles <laughs> and then a Baywatch character comes in. I did <laughs> I, I did feel like when she entered the, it was still campy, but there was something about it that wasn't quite music theater, mm. something in it that wasn't quite panto, but she warmed into it. She yeah. warmed into finding the right vibe. And I, I don't know if it's because she started to, feed off everyone's energy and she took it there to meet them mm-hmm. but on her introduction i felt a bit like oh okay. i see what you mean but i think overall i did see her working really hard and doing her best and overall being really funny and fun um but i assume like you know what when we saw in the when she was practicing choreo and she's doing all these sexy moves it turns out that the character actually called for it and it wasn't just her misinterpreting it um so, yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But overall, like, I was really impressed with her. Again, kind of like DD week on week. It's like, oh, you know, I, did, I didn't think you'd be able to do so well at that, but you did fantastically. It's classic DD. DD works hard. She does. She really does. And this is another example of that. There was just that little thing, but overall, DD was good. DD was great. Mm-hmm. Adding to, joining in the group, I... The lesser parts for me, the, if, if I was to look at the show, the role, even though I'm a dancer, the role that I would not want no was the say. two dancer roles. Yeah, I, I don't feel like they had their own moment. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, even though they had their number, I just felt like it was more about the Corey and it, there was no focus on... Uh, on more the music or the character. And I, I yeah. So for me... That if I was to look that look at that on the script, that 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 role I would not have wanted, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's purely the role that would have been hard, yeah, to do well, especially when you got roles like the cow, the narrator, mm-hmm. you know, the the guy. I mean, those are the Dick. roles where you have more opportunity, and also when you're sharing your moment with someone else, mm-hmm. it's never a good thing. I agree. I would. I when I go on drag race, I won't go for a twin character like that. It's hard to make your mark. Mm. No criticism of Kara and Tamara. I think with what they had, they did a great job. They did exactly what was asked of them because there is this trope of kind of, you know, maybe stars who aren't so much on the rise anymore take jobs in panto. And so th- obviously they were parodying um, Lisa and H from Steps. 
um, which I did like the re- little reference to. And B-list at Capital, because there's that amazing clip from her reality show, Totally Scotly. Um, but, um, you know, they got all those jokes in. They did the choreo was you know the way they did the choreo was great i thought yeah they were very slick dancers but there's not they didn't have as much to do as some of the other girls i yeah. would say yeah yeah they didn't have much time to make an impact individually yeah because of the pairing so the other two that we haven't discussed yet is banksy i think mm-hmm. banksy did a good job yeah i i kind of wish banksy fell more into the villain character mm. was a bit more villainy there's some you know something about like i wish that her movements her face or even the hunch you know, i just wish it was a bit more villainy but she did good she and did really good good singer as well singer, good singing was great she moved you know competently i just if you're not a dancer you should really focus on the character I Focus on the character hmm. and make the character move and not try to be a dancer, if that's not your thing. I wondered a little bit if the prosthetics inhibited her facial expression a little bit. Okay, yeah, I probably. did wonder that. Um, because she uh, she is usually really, really expressive, um, but we didn't like see it perhaps as much there. I really liked her movements when she was hooded in the beginning. I thought the way that she came in there. Doing the Vogue. Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> I fab. thought that was funny. That, that was, was really funny. good. And yes. her vocals were great. But I do get what you mean, that maybe there were a couple of moments when the expression wasn't quite there. Just up the camp. But also, I, I just want to give her so much props mm-hmm. for that singing. So good. You got a voice, girl. She got a voice. You got a voice. And then we got Vicky. Last but Vicky, not least. Vicky was good. Yeah. Vicky was good. Solid. He's very solid. Yeah. She did what was asked of her. Yeah. Um, I thought her entrance was really good with a sexy little walk-in. Um, her chemistry with Michael was really good. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, for her, it felt a bit like... Almost like her character was a little bit of an accessory to Michael. And mm. there wasn't, like, a huge amount... Again, you know, slightly smaller role, perhaps. But she did a great job with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a quite small role, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, but Vicky did that job, and she did it well. She did. It wasn't a standout role. I didn't. I don't remember anything particularly standouty. Mm-hmm. But she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, there was nothing in there that I could focus on where I could be like, oh, she shouldn't have done that, or she could have done this. I think she was very competent. Yeah, and, and played the role very well. I kind of think, like I right now, I would struggle to think who would be bottom two. Um, so I think I need to see the runway to help me decide if at all, or am I opt out? I don't know. It's my prerogative. Category is mirror, mirror. And before we even look at these Queens, I need to mention what was her name? You know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, Alyssa Hunter. Alyssa Hunter, who did a mirror, mirror, um, Snow White looking into the mirror, evil queen, didn't Look, even make it to the runway. It didn't runway, make it to the runway, but, but she posted it, and it is mm. amazing. It is ridiculously just out of this world, and you should definitely have a look for it. Because this theme kind of appeared in season 14, yeah. didn't it? So this is a mirror, mirror. We're starting off with Caramel. Let's have a, let's have a chit-chat. Tom, what do you think? So Caramel comes out in... I mean, you know, she's serving body. She's serving dancer. She looks amazing. She's got this um, metallic two-piece with gauntlets and ring details and she Mm. tells us on the runway this was in fact made for beyonce uh and she knows the designer i'd love to know a bit more about the story behind that oh she's got connections right right um very very interesting to me i'd love to find out who the designer is because you know obviously beyonce uses you know on the renaissance tour she's been everybody who's anybody in the world of fashion has contributed an outfit or two Balmain, McQueen, um, Schiaparelli, everybody. Um, she's got a few outfits from them. So I'd love to know who this was. You know, Caramel would put, oh, that's my cousin. You know, <laughs> Beyonce's my cousin. And, you know, just, you know, I thought I'd just borrow it from her. She let me. Girl. So that's Caramel. She looks gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. Um, serving body and beauty. Um, Dee Dee, I really like Dee Dee's look. She's um, embodying Bloody Mary. Um, so you know that old trope about say Bloody Mary in the mirror three times and she will appear. She's giving that, isn't Do she? Do it. No. Say it. I don't want to hear. Gosh. <laughs> scary. Um, but I'm really appreciating this kind of like Eliz- Elizabethan silhouette with the, the corsetry and the big bustly skirt and the um, 
the the big collar with um the really really interesting um mirror detail in the in the collar i think it looks great this is a really cool look something it, different for dd it's giving me sarah jessica parker and hocus pocus okay yeah i get it she had a big full skirt in that mm, yeah the coloring I, and the design I'm getting like a bit of Tim Burton, a bit of Alexander McQueen. Mm. Lovely. Good job, Dee Dee. Um, so Vicky. So Vicky's storyline is that she's um, like a, a biker chick. So I can see that there's the leggings and the um, the jacket. Now, the broken mirror detail, I guess, is that coming from like wing mirrors or something? Tom, let's just be honest. This is the second week in a row. She had the costume and she's making the fit the theme. Well, well you know, she, <laughs> I, I'm just like figuring out the storyline. I mean, she looks great. It's a very polished look. I love this interesting um, sort of big uh, peplumy sort of pannier-ish skirt. I don't know if that's supposed to like evoke like the chassis of a motorcycle or like a sidecar or something, but she looks cool and it's very interesting silhouette, very kind of like avant-garde in her presentation. I love it. Yeah, she looks great. It's an amazing outfit. The makeup mm. is lovely. She looks gorgeous she's, she's and sexy. She's spent on her runway package, defo. Oh, or she's, you know, she already had it. So she's like, <laughs> look, like a wedding dress. I spent a lot on that. I'm going to make sure I wear it at gonna, every single event I can. wear it to the club. Um, Banksy, loving this look from Banksy. Um, I mean, I just think Mugler, when I look at this in terms of the silhouette, the exaggerated hips, the shoulders, very uh, 90s Mugler suit or, or, you know, 80s Mugler. I know the exact runway this is from. I've seen this video so many times. Okay. So You've you... made me make a video <laughs> of it so many times. I, when that came out, I knew straight away. I'm like, that's Mugler. So it's great. I love this, um, this um, very alabaster makeup that she's serving today as well she's serving kind of businesswoman of the future but like the 80s vision of the future yeah don't get too drunk everyone because we've got another moogle <laughs> coming up well this this one uh, by tamara evokes more of the you know those classic like robot suits uh, i mean moogle did a few of them there's that one that i can picture uh, with emma wickland uh, modeling it from i think 91 um, and there's another one that is is a lot more complex when I think about 95. Um, but yeah, I can just picture those classic Mugler futuristic kind of um, gynoid robot um, suits. Really, really cool. Work. Yeah. I think that she looks stunning. Mm-hmm. She looks great. She looks sexy. Really, really good. She looks like she can dance in this as well. Well, yeah, but she just looks good head to toe. The heels, I love. The outfit, I love. The hair, makeup. It's just correct. It's correct. Correct. Now we have Kate. Kate is giving us um, Phantom of the Opera inspiration. So she comes out with the cloak and the the kind of the half mask. So we can see those inspirations there. Um, And then she reveals to a kind of coat and dress underneath. And I think she looks cute. She looks really cute. I think... She's she's going for something a bit different this week. She's not going for such a comedic character piece. She's tr- she's trying to give a bit more of a serious glamour here. Um, the full skirt is cute. There's the jacket. You know, uh, the, the word I would use for this, like overall, she looks she looks cute. She looks cute. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, that's so cute. No, not in a patronizing look at, way. Look at you. You look so cute up there with the other girls. Look and you trying your best. Between Schiaparelli mm. and Mugler. Look at you. Don't jump ahead with my references. <laughs> um, no, I think she looks lovely. I think she looks lovely. And it's, it's nice to see Kate like going for a mm. more conventional glamour rather than I comedy. I mean, Kate, you... You look good. You're being mean. We're going to move on now. I'm joking. I mean, this is the best she's looked, I have to say. You're a bitch. Back it up. (laughs) Back it right up. Ginger, I'm loving this because instantly when she uh, stepped out, Schiaparelli, Autumn Winter 21, um, as also modeled by Gaga on the the cover of Vogue. Um, And it's such an interesting piece, you know, the way that she has to kind of trot around with her arms um, all wrapped up in this lovely um, gold lame and purple. The original was it was a black and, and gold lame. Um, so she's put a little bit of a twist on it. But um, lovely hair, lovely makeup. Um, just love this. It's actually a really good replica, I think. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Fashion is not function, everyone. I just no. want you to know that. 
Okay. Who needs arms? Th- this is uh, fashion. You know, we can do without them. It's fine. I love this look. Yeah, really, and really I'm, cute. I'm, I'm wondering if there's one that she's made as well. She made like 90% of her runway package. Do you know what see. I hate? I, I wish that she told us which one is the one that she didn't make. Like on Espana when they tell us when they're singing live. Yeah, like I'm like, <laughs> is this the one that you didn't make? Or, or, or like even Raja. Raja said she made everything that she brought here except for one. When yeah. Raja came back and I'm like, well, which one was it? Oh, that super expensive laser one. That was made by a company. No, Raja O'Hara. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant Raja Gemini. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? There's an argument for when the girls step out to have the credit of the designer on there. They should. They yeah. should actually do that. Yeah. I mean, and we see it on Instagram later, but, the, you know, the show could uplift those designers. Last, we have Michael Maruli. What do you think of this one? it's very futuristic mm-hmm. it's very like you know touch me and you'll bleed and sleep for a thousand years <laughs> it's very uh dangerous very she looks like a villainess doesn't yeah. she she looks like a power rangers villainess mm. in like a, the coolest way i think this is really great i'm loving this kind of bodysuit with the asymmetric she's um, like the, qu- the queen of narnia like her gen yeah. z her gen z like cousin but but also like a bit kind of early gaga Okay. You know, with the bodysuit, with the asymmetric details. Really cool, anyway. Amazing runway. I don't know who's going to be in the bottom. And I... I really can't... I, do you know what? I don't even want to kind of... It's one of those episodes I don't want to be forced to pick a bottom two. Okay. Do we have to? Nah, we, we do what we want. Fab job, girls. If I had to choose, <laughs> though, <laughs> a bottom three. Go and on. It's, and it's more the process of elimination... Yep. ...than it would be... The two duo, which is Tamara and Caramel, and I would put maybe Didi there only because that little mini, 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 mini little slip up mm. in terms of when her introduction, because that's when you introduce the character and you're getting to know them. She did warm into it, and then 95, 97% of her performance was great working hard but you're you're splitting hairs when it's we this are good. splitting hairs when it's this it's good, just splitting hairs i'm happy to let you be the villain and pick the bottom three <laughs> turns out banksy wasn't the villain it was you thank you <laughs> and for me the winner this week i would uh, i mean i i'd give it to kate actually well, i'd give it to ginger based on the runway um, I would say Michael and we've got our top three. We, and we, Michael. We, Michael, Ginger and Kate feel like our top three. If runways come into play, then Kate's is the least elevated. Yeah. Um, but I'd be it's happy one of with these. one of those getting a win. Ginger Johnson. Congratulations, Ginger Johnson. Look at you. She's now the leader of the pack. In in badge wins, yes. She's the only one with two. Well, yes. well, well. Kate remains badgeless. And though Ginger is a very worthy winner, a part of me was a bit like, oh, I kind of wanted Kate to get her first badge. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think that the role as well, it was very much like the Oprah Silky the Nutmeg, China. the Black China. China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you know, you don't have to make an impact throughout the show. You come in, you do it, you leave, and you've made an impact. It's very memorable. There's no denying Ginger's win-worthy performance here, but there were a lot of good performances this week. And I, I did love Ginger's um, yeah. Skeppirelli-inspired uh, runway outfit. So close, Kate, but keep, keep it coming. Keep well, it coming. Well, anyway, so the bottom two is Dee Dee and Banksy, who were the only two who got negative critiques. Mm. There has a kind of top four this week. T- tough week because everybody did such a god good job, but somebody has to be in the bottom because we've had so many non-elimination episodes. Yeah. Can't have any more. Sorry, girls. Um, so it was Dream to Dream, the Susan Boyle version. What were your thoughts on the performances? Dee Dee was amazing. Dee Dee really impressed me. Dee Dee, she just keeps shocking me. <laughs> She's a little surprise. She just surprise keeps shocking me. Yeah. She really ate this lip sync. She ate. She left no crumbs. The emotion, like she, 
she was very music theater yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. The angle, the moving your face slightly off center, just to, you know, to portray sorrow. The little shaking of the hands to to, mm. to to show the pleading of the moment, the desperation, the the way at the end she collapsed to the ground and just <laughs> really fell into her sorrow. She. I was so shocked. I was like, oh my God, you are killing this. This is the girl who's never been to a musical. Oh, but she's, <laughs> but she's camp. She did I mean, a really, really she... good job. I was very impressed with her. Banksy's approach was more subtle when you put her next to Dee Dee, um, which makes me worry for her a bit because when I was looking at these two performances side by side, I enjoyed Banksy's performance a lot. But I, I think Dee Dee did a little bit more of what was called for today. I, I think, like, especially in music theatre and performing on stage, like, Banksy was performing to camera. There's two different ways mm. to show you're sad on camera. When, you, when, you're, when you're just sad, you just don't show any emotion mm-hmm. on your face. It's just quite blank. But you need to show the emotion you're sad i need you to show me how empty you are not by just not moving your face Mm. you need to contort it you need to show it you need to evoke it Mm. and i think that's what it was is that you could really see the difference especially when they're side by side this i love banksy Mm -hmm. but this is a hands down there's no way dd has lost his lip sync i also thought dd's outfit complemented the performance really well um but yeah i adore banksy i love dd as well but I, I do think Dee Dee won this. Congrats, Dee Dee. She yeah. has won the lip sync. She, she, she turned she's it out. She really earned her place to compass it. But my heart's breaking that Banksy's gone. My fashion queen of the season, a bit of a fave of mine, has gone. And I'm pretty sad about that. But we're at that point in the competition, aren't we? Mm-hmm. It's top seven next week. Um, and, that you know, things are really heating up. Um so, yeah, lots of love, Banksy. Hope yeah. to see you around, maybe on an all-star season, maybe just out and about in Manchester. Yeah, there it is. There Let's go. find out when she's performing. We'll yeah. go pop her a visit. Um, and next week is the Snatch Game. So there you go. There's a time. Now's a chance for your Kate to really just... So I'm going to say, yeah, money's on Kate as the winner of the Snatch Game. I just don't see another option unless she pulls Lawrence Cheney. Oh, let's hope not. Let's yeah, hope not. I hope not either. First of all, I want to say again, ladies, great musical. Probably, Fantastic. Probably the best so far for the UK. Really good and up there in general. And again, congratulations, Ginger. Wow. Yes, front runner of the season. She so came far. out of nowhere. Like yes. she has arrived. She actually has arrived, arrived. <laughs> Like she's arrived, arrived. Welcome to the competition. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to keep listening to La Friend. Get everyone in on this. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>